good realtor will spend three hours a day calling? This is not your typical boring real estate show. This is real estate marketing redefined, uncensored, and unedited in what's working today in the market minus the fluff. This is Real Estate Marketing Dude, because just having a license isn't enough. Now please welcome your host, the unprofessional professional, Mike Cuevas. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Folks, we are very excited to um, talk with you today about our guests and uh, what she's going to inform us on is... Uh, Something that people have been trying to crack for years and it has everything to deal with like, what do you do when, if you're in real estate, but you don't really have an SOI. Better yet, what do you do when you completely relocate and you start off fresh in a brand new market? You don't even know where the fucking grocery store is at and yet you have to sell a house? Like, you don't even know your neighbor's name yet even have a cousin or anyone to watch your kids. How the hell are you going to get started? Folks, our guest today has like mastered this. In just two years, she's become a top agent in her market. Not just top agent like in the top 20. I'm talking about in the top three, top four, right? And she did this in two years without an SOI, and she's going to share her secrets with us today. So without further ado, let's go ahead and introduce our guest. This is Paige Schulte. Paige, how are you? I'm great. Thank you so much. Please go ahead and uh, give our listeners a little bit about who you are, and then I'm really excited to uh, get to know how you do this. Okay, so first of all, married mom with three kids. Started my career outside of college with Sacramento Kings and Monarchs basketball. Rose to number two in the WNBA, really focused on the Monarchs because that's where the money was to be made. The Kings were doing really, really well. And met my business partner there. Started my first company at 23, did that for 10 years. When we started, we had a big competitor in our marketplace. Um, and decided to pivot and really focus on one specific area within a mindset of abundance. If she's doing well, then everybody understands that they need the product anyway. So we went to it in a different direction, different territory, and just crushed it there until she went out of business. And then we took over her market. And then about 10 years into that, my work wife and I decided that we wanted a change. And I came up to visit a friend out here in Washington, and the market was good in Sacramento. And decided to pick up the family and move kind of on a whim. I knew one person and needed a job. So I liked the idea of real estate in that we could have a creative outlet for marketing, have a flexible work-life balance if you can manage that, and then have autonomy. I had 70 part-time employees with my previous company and I really wanted to just do me. So I'm a solo agent. In two and a half years now, I'm the number one solo agent in my market and number four overall. And I attribute that to staying in my lane, knowing that there's enough business for everybody and being really consistent in finding the openings that nobody was doing certain things to stand out. So you guys... And the business that you had in Sacramento was not real estate related, correct? No, we did after school programming with children. Okay. But the, the, prin the principles you learned, the principles right. you learned is what you brought over to real estate when you started right. in Seattle. And then those principles are focusing on one niche, staying right within your lane and then just dominating Absolutely. that yep. special. Folks, this is really, really important. We actually just did a show where we were talking about everyone tries to become the jack of all trades and resonates with the master of none. And it's right. funny in the real estate space. And uh, first off, you guys, Paige is not a real estate agent. She's an entrepreneur. 
You can tell by her mindset. <laughs> so she just happens to sell real estate. So that's mindset shift number one. It's crazy on how many um, ways that people and agents try to market themselves in a, call it a spray and pray type of way. So, so many people throw so much shit at the wall to see what sticks and they resonate with nobody. Give me an example. Like I'm not a luxury agent. I wasn't when I practiced. You can sort of tell. I swear a little bit too much. But I knew who I was and I knew I was always a dude. And that's why I called myself a dude because I just attracted other dudes. But I knew my audience. And so many agents try to resonate with everyone. They resonate with none. And the folks, most of you guys can only handle two or three clients right now. And yet you're trying to reach thousands and thousands of people. So it's, it's so important to understand that. Now, let's talk about that really quick. Staying in your lane. Let's define that a little bit more. Pick a niche, right? Folks, everyone lives somewhere. Okay, there's no shortage of clients. Right. Real estate. <laughs> so well, that's why you have to pick a niche. Let's walk into let's go into that a little further. Well, so I really sat down and you break down the numbers realistically and say, how many can you actually handle in a year in your given life? For me, I really like to be around between 30 and 40 clients a year. It's a robust business. There's 30 or 40 clients in my, I call it my zone of happiness. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to go out there with my marketing and I'm going to say, I serve my city gig harbor. That's plenty of business in that area. Will I take business outside of it? Yes, but mostly no. Will you turn it down actually? I do refer it out. So part of the reason why I've built such instant credibility is that I've said, I am your real estate market expert in this area and anything outside of that, I'm going to refer you to the next neighborhood expert that is like me, but for that area. And that's my gift to my clients is to say, here's the best agent to serve you because that's what I'm telling you that you need in your market. So I'll sell their house, but I'm not going to sell, I'm not, I'll sell it here if they're the seller, but if they want to buy in a different city, I'm going to refer them to one of my friends. I know all the best agents. Interesting. I've never, that's interesting. I haven't heard a lot of, uh, I mean, let's be honest. Like I would, I don't know if I would do that either. Like, but I see where you're going cause it's smart. You're playing the long game. You you're playing play the long. long yeah. You really think about it. And so on top of 43 transactions this year, 21 million in production, I have a passive income of this year. It was around 30 grand. That's free money. And that saves me on time and having to serve that trying to pretend that I know where the grocery store is or anything about the schools or anything about a market that I'm not familiar with and wasting time and really brain resources. Yep. You know, there's no white space when you try to learn a new market. True. Um, and, so true. and like I said, there's enough business here in the, in the market that I'm in that I can do that. And you have to stay disciplined because you know, how do you turn out content and really keep nurturing the people that you're showing up for? If you're like, Oh, you know what? Today I'm going to show you a place an hour away from here, you know, for 15 grand, like you can just make 15 grand, you know, two blocks totally. over. And this is, I mean, folks, everything is going hyper local. Like yeah. everything. I mean, you can't even rank in, there's no way you're going to rank in search unless you're hyper local. Like for those of you who want to create videos and create all this content, it has to be hyper local. Like you're not going to compete for example, yeah. homes for sale in Seattle. Okay. You got to compete against Cobalt Bank or Zillow, but you could, you could compete single family ranch homes for sale in Seattle, but that's probably still too general single family ranch homes in Seattle, but I don't know any suburbs of Seattle, but something even more specific, like you have to create those terms. This is interesting. Well, and I think, that, so if you look at defining your zone of happiness, defining your ideal client. So I'm probably as a mom with three kids, not the 
perfect person to serve a bachelor who, you know, wants to, or, or like a single lady with a bunch of cats that wants to live in a condo. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be able to give them those lifestyle connections that a new buyer is going to want or a seller to paint the story there. And then you go to specific property specific type things. And so you could niche down that far. It's totally. really looking at smallest viable market. What's well, your smallest I've, viable market to hit your goals? I don't know any top producer that doesn't own their niche or a niche, right? right. Everyone has a niche, exactly. whether that's REO, uh, short sales back in the, what well, could be specific property types, equestrian, for example. Yeah. You look at the top producers in my market, all of them are niched down specifically to the area that, that we all serve. So It's interesting. So you were sold. You get to Seattle. You're absolutely sold. You're like, all right, I'm going to go into real estate. This looks like something I could do. I don't have much experience with it. So great. We make that decision. But before you got your license, I'm assuming that you were already, you already knew exactly what you were going to do. Like you're like, I'm going to own just Gig Harbor. That's it. I'm going to own Gig Harbor and that's it. And I'm not going to do anything else. Like that plan already happened before you got licensed, correct? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I really looked at laying the foundation. I got licensed and a month later I told people. I, you know, kind of set my marketing plan and said, if I'm going to do this really well, then I have to stand out and this is how I'm going to be different. Yep. And all of my content could then live and breathe around serving my clients in that market. Perfect. So I work with buyers and sellers. All my marketing is for sellers. So the goal is to only work with sellers, but I'll still serve buyers yeah, uh, in Nick Harbor. You, you get a lot of buyers with sellers. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So. so walk me through, like, let's get into some of the mechanics. So you get licensed day, month one. What kind of marketing are we doing? I know obviously we're getting into social media and all of that. Um, right. Talk to me about what the mechanics are behind this. So you first pick, okay. your, pick your geographic segment, like, or any segment. It doesn't have to be geographic. Pick yeah, a segment and own it. Geographic is super easy. It's really something that people can grasp onto. <laughs> so when I very first started my short game, I actually bought Zillow. I bought Zillow leads and I bought it for one specific zip code and that's it. All eggs in one basket. I knew the market. I knew every single house that was on the market so that when people called me, I could just be like, here's what's happening in this market. You know, I've seen every house. And then in the meantime, I went Instagram stories. So my face, the most human agent wins. And yep. so when we get on video, we're relatable, we're out in the community, we can share favorite neighborhoods, favorite restaurants, we can walk them through houses. And I was very consistent. I don't think I've missed, probably, I've probably missed like 10 days in two years of Instagram stories. And that's free. So yeah. I really, as a new agent, you have to leverage as much as you can that doesn't cost you as much. But I was very clear about how I was investing. Everything went back into the business. And if I worked outside my market, all that money came back into marketing in the Gig Harbor market. Gig Harbor is small fishing town. Everybody's lived here forever. I was a Californian. They pretty much hate us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and just showed up on a consistent basis. So I did Instagram really, really well and never missed an opportunity to put out a post that was, hey, sellers, here's the cost of selling a house and just demystified the process for them so that they felt empowered. And then you become a guide instead of the hero. Now, you know, walking through coaching other agents, I never talk about my stats or anything when I talk to a client ever. It's, it still feels weird to say it now on uh, opportunities like this. You don't have to. 
Yeah. Folks, the days of the uh, bus bench billboard type of advertising where you're telling everybody about how long you've been in the business and how many yeah. awards you've won, no one gives a shit. First and foremost, they have to connect with you to actually pick up the phone and call you. And there's no connection there. I promise you, they're not going to pick up the phone and call you. Yeah. People do business with agents they know, like, and trust, but they have to remember yeah. first. So you're just doing IG stories, I'm guessing extreme hashtagging, um, hitting uh, your I area. Only, what, how are you? So use, Tell me about that. I use one hashtag. What's my that? hashtag strategy is my city that I live in, period. That's it. I don't want to attract other real estate agents. Do you call it like, do you go like Gig Harbor real estate or just Gig Harbor? Just Gig Harbor. Just Gig Harbor. I want everybody good tip. Yeah. You think, we uh, over, you think we overthink this? Totally. Yeah. No, people are like, no, no, people average person, no average person is following Gig Harbor real estate agent. No average person is following partner with Paige. You know, every now and then you can extend a thought with a hashtag for fun, but every single post has the city that I serve because I'm going to show up consistently in that hashtag and they're going to follow things that they love about their city, which is their own city's hashtag. Yep. So buy a house, sell a house. Nobody's hashtagging that when they're going to look for an agent. Nope. Um, I do get some referral leads off of that too. So other agents will hashtag Gig Harbor and find the real estate agents that show up in that space <laughs> for people who are referring business over. And then I did spend a lot of time connecting with local business owners. As an entrepreneur, I wanted to find a way to shine the light on the other businesses and just become known for knowing everything. So on, even on my signature line, it says realtor and community connector. So I went really big. And this is when you talk about like really niching down. I wrote a coffee table book just this past June. I launched a coffee table book That's awesome. and interviewed all the individual businesses, produced it. It's been unbelievable in terms of the, not only the relationships that you get there and the value that I'm giving back to the community, yeah. but you know, somebody described it as a love letter to Gig Harbor. But then on top of it, I have all that content that's now digital. It goes on YouTube. It goes on Instagram, Facebook, my blog. I mean, it's so good. And I didn't expect to even in entrepreneur lands, we just kind of go. We're like, yeah. oh, this can't be that hard. No, it's really freaking hard. Yeah. Um, but when you look at the layers of content that I created there, people call it's me not, now. They're, it's I a digital mayor. Yeah, so, I come up Gig Harbor Canoe and Kayak. And they're like, can I get the phone number there? And I was like, yeah. sure. Dude, this oh, is wow. great. <laughs> so and folks, for, your, for you guys are listening, a lot of people ask marketing, dude, what do you guys do? Well, we create video content for people in their local community, just like this. Yeah. And I see it work better in a smaller town than in a big city. And many times, this is my theory, but I believe it's because the people love where they live. And the reason why I love the business owner strategy so much is because you're creating a mini TV commercial for a referral source. Right. And Amazing. that re it's crazy. And people like, and I, I get agents all the time, like uh, business owners aren't really my thing. I'm not going to do that because I look stupid. Look, it puts a lot of money in your fucking pocket at the end of the day, because you guys have to realize that small business owners share the same mindset us two do, right? Yeah. We're entrepreneur. Entrepreneurs are, are a bigger referral source than non-entrepreneurs. It's just the way we're wired, right? right? We always want to go help and serve others. That's how most entrepreneurs are wired. So as you do this in the community, how often did they share all your videos you're probably creating for them? They probably uh, shared them more than, than you had to. And that, there's I mean, the exposure. Yeah, shared on personal accounts, shared on their business accounts, their mom sharing it. And it's, it's a local viral. You want to go local viral, yep. not big. And I think, you know, to, to talk about your um, comment about bigger metro areas, you know, San Diego, you could go East County and you can pick out totally. the city there and go 
as a neighborhood expert in a certain demographic in that area. Even in Gig Harbor, it's not huge. But it's I, a population. The city itself is only 8,000, but unincorporated is about 40. So 40,000. And really, Fox Island, I never go there. It feels so far away to me. It's part of the <laughs> I mean, it is part of our town, but I probably don't need to do any business on Fox Island ever, and I will be fine. And I, I love because like a lot of agents, I'm going to get your opinion on this. 87% of newly licensed agents fail, okay, after five years of the business, right? Now, I think it's because they're told to do the wrong things. And a little bit of combination, a lot of people, sorry, salespeople are just lazy. But content creation, I believe, is modern-day prospecting. And if you're not creating contests, one, you can't build a brand without content. So it's sort of like, how do you go out and you become the brandless agent? <laughs> I mean, you have to create right. content nowadays because it's what keeps us on top of mind. It's what keeps us at the forefront. And no one doesn't, everyone hires an expert. I mean, if people don't feel like they need a realtor, it's like, it's just nice to have one. It's, it's just, right. is the cost justified or not, right? And when you, you become somebody when you build a brand, right. you only build a brand through doing what Paige has done where she's got all this content and everyone probably, you probably go to the grocery store and they're like, Hey, what's up Paige? You're like this little celebrity walking around town. Does that happen a lot? Yes. And when I go on vacation, that's when I can like totally slum it and get into my, you know, I just don't even get dressed here. I'm always on. Yeah. I don't go outside. Are you Paige's gig? That's what they, you know, when yeah. before people really understood, they're like, oh my gosh, it's Paige's gig. And you get calls. Is Paige's gig the name of the show? Paige's gig is my blog and my Instagram handle. Yeah. So yeah, basically. <laughs> now, how did you, how much content are you creating on a monthly basis? And what's the, what's the frequency and the distribution of it? Is it like two videos a month and you're yeah, doing a bunch so, of Instagram stuff? How does it look? Um, I do a Facebook Live and an Instagram Live every single week. And that is updating the, my followers, audience, on Gig Harbor Market Stats. So because I'm so focused on one area, I can tell them, here's how many active homes are on the market. Here's what's going on in every price bracket. That's how we know that we aren't leaving money on the table is when you know exactly what your market is doing. And the absorption rate and days on market and that know how to pivot. And you can't do that everywhere. So uh, you can't know every market. So that's my content on Facebook Live. I do that every single week, never fail. Instagram stories are kind of behind the scenes. Every single week I take them on tour. So every Thursday that we go on tour and see the newly listed houses, you can see my relationship with the other agents because those relationships in small communities matter. If you want to win, Go to an agent who knows everybody. And then I do have one business spotlight a month. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, a week that goes out. And then it's just uh, what kind of value can I provide to a buyer or a seller in staging a house? But the one thing I'll tell you that, I'm, that I did from the very, very beginning was know that I need to build an email list. As a fan of Amy Porterfield, she'll tell you the same thing. If you look at my website, askpageschulte.com, that's my real estate site. You cannot get to Instagram or Facebook from there. I may spend a lot of time on there, but everything that I'm doing is trying to get them to my website and to opt into a 30-day guide to staging their home. Yep. An app. And why, why do you, can you explain to our listeners why that is so important? Why it is so important to capture information on well, all the marketing? Yeah, I mean, building an email list, you own it. Mark Zuckerberg can't change the algorithm. He can't make you pay for it. He can make it in be a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> I play in that world. But I mean, even on the times that I do my Facebook Live, um, I do them on Wednesdays typically. And twice, if you've done them on Wednesdays, 
Instagram and Facebook have gone out and it just hasn't worked. So you lose your megaphone if that's all you rely on. And so yep. everything is about driving people, even my in-person events. So when I did as a new agent and knew nobody, all of my client events were open to everybody. Totally. So everybody in Gig Harbor, come and get some free coffee. Let's have a rosé tasting. Let's have a gingerbread house thing. And I was just collecting email addresses. My book is my, is my lead magnet. So people can download the book for free and they get a free copy. And it's cheaper than, I, you know, I, I say I've been clean from online leads now for over a year. And you're going after, which this is what I like about it, that I like a lot of what you're doing is that, and I don't know if you guys got this early on in the interview here, she's only marketing for sellers. So her ebook is a staging guide for sellers to increase right. sales price. She was not doing any outbound marketing for buyers. And I think that's really, really smart. I never spent money on buyers either. It's like, if I'm going to spend money, I'm going to go after sellers because if I have the sellers, I have the buyers. It, that's really, really smart that you're doing that. But she just has one lead magnet, folks. That's all you need. You need one good one. And one, that's, what, that's what you pimp out. But the community videos that you're doing, yeah. that makes it more, that makes it less scary for people to opt into your offer. Yeah. Right? And you've got the, the branding part is extremely important on this because no one wants to opt in for something if they don't really know the person. But when they already know them, then they're like, yeah, awesome. I'm going to opt in because well, I know I'm not going to get ripped off. The community videos, they're putting you in a place of, it's the same story of being the guide and not the hero. I'm going to walk you through and introduce you to all of the local people that make this town amazing. And you can do that through video and say, you know what, I want to be connected with her because she's connected with that guy. It's kind of a roundabout endorsement mm -hmm. um, and nobody else does it. It takes time and it's a lot, it, it is a lot of work, but the depth that you get in a community, like you plant the flag and you're done. Like it's, it's well, you know, it's a, yeah, you know, it's a lot of work is cold calling and door knocking and prospecting. Like exactly. not only is it not only just dialing period, not only is it a lot of work, but a lot of times it's fucking degrading. Um, yeah. Like not I, many I, of I, us I've never, I mean, no. no one got into this business to be a sale. No one got, no one got into this business to be a door to door salesperson. Right. Or, or, a, or a cold caller. And yeah, and I get it that back then in the 60s and the 80s and the 90s, maybe that we stuff. Didn't have, we didn't have the same megaphones that we have right. now. And I think that those are the short game. If you want to door knock and you want to hustle like that, you will eventually burn out. You cannot keep that totally. up at a high level. Yep. Um, but if you want to do it for the short game, it's the same with having your phone calls happening all the time because you're paying a shit ton of money in Zillow leads. Yep. Eventually you're like, I need a vacation. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing with sellers. Buyers don't cost as much money, but they cost you so much time. And as a busy mom, I have to figure out how I can control my time because as entrepreneurs, this is all we have. And so sellers, I can maybe pay a little bit more because I stage or whatever, but I can control my time and how I frame my business. Okay. I like it. I think that's, I think it's golden. So one business interview a month or one spotlight video you're doing yeah. on your personal pages on your lives, both Facebook and Instagram, you're doing one market update. I, only on business. I don't, I don't use my personal Facebook page, so don't friend me. Really? Um, I don't use it. Interesting. I guess you can though, because you're not really a local. See, I always say the opposite, but you're coming in from a different, um, you're running this as a brand, not an individual. Right. Whereas most yeah. agents are running an individual that are trying to become a brand. I want people to opt in. I want to attract the right people. So I want them to have opted into my page and really want to be there instead of chasing. Yeah. 
I also am pretty private despite what it looks like. And mm-hmm. so I don't want the whole, I don't want to have a bunch of people following me. Interesting. <laughs> See, this just like, I, I like you said that because I, I always say you have to post your personal. I only use business to pay to play. Um, yeah. But you built it. You built your personal on your business, which makes well, you sense can, in your case. Yeah. And you can, um, yeah, I have a very authentic brand in yeah. general. So what you see is what you get. And I don't hold back very much. But yeah, I, I mean, my Instagram stories go right over. The only thing I will say to correct myself is that I will put my Instagram stories in my personal Facebook stories. And Got so it. that's a little bit more of a kind of a passive way that if they want to see what's going on in my business world, they can watch my stories. And I've gotten a couple super fans from that, that just, they've never even used me, but they refer me like crazy in, in my local market. They haven't used you yet. They just haven't moved. Right. Yeah. It's they're not moving. Matter, it's, not, it's just a matter of time. It's not a matter of if it's, it's, right. it's when everyone moves. Very, very, very cool. Any other things you want to add here? Like in, uh, any other tips you want to share? And then we'll get everything uh, wrapped up. Yeah. I mean, the biggest part is, along with choosing your one area, is choosing one thing. Don't, you don't have to blog or Pinterest or Twitter. Tweet. Tweet. <laughs> I'm not on Twitter. Um, you know, go to where your audience is and do one thing really, really well. Video is a great example of that. Do one thing really well and be consistent and people will trust that you're always in business. That's been my strategy. And then as you get better and you build momentum, you can take on more and more activities or you can outsource some of it. So. And what do you think people are impatient though? Oh, yeah. Agents are impatient. Yeah. So they're, this next question they're all thinking like, how long is it going to take to get an ROI on this? That's what everyone's thinking yeah. right now. So uh, what's your answer to that? About a month? I'd say, six I'd months? say three to six months is realistic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you go, if, if you're going to go the free route and do it on Instagram or social, at least have a plan. Gosh, have a website, you know, and like have a plan. My course will help you with that. Yes. <laughs> but, it's um, speaking yeah. of. <laughs> And I, I, I think the foundation. it's so, so, so true. And it's, it's folks don't overthink this stuff. When we're talking about content creation, all content is, is a reminder that you're in real estate and all you should be doing when you're thinking about it is just sharing the story you're already telling or the story right. you're already living because we all have one. There's a whole TV station dedicated to our lives. It's called HGTV and there's no shortage of content to create. It's just shortage of you thinking outside the box to create it. But you're right. She's right. Throughout the country, there's only, X amount of agents doing this and there's a giant attention grab for brand right now. And, uh, some of you guys are going to do it. Majority of you won't. Well, um, and some, you know, because I have my course, there are agents in my local market doing exactly what I'm doing. And every now and then they get really nervous. They're like, well, they're starting to do it too. And I'm like, it doesn't matter. Doesn't my matter. people are not your people. Correct. There's, there is, if you go in, I mean, if you go, that's 100% right. Uh, yeah, I don't follow any other real estate agents unless they're super inspiring because I don't want to get into the comparison game and the FOMO and analysis paralysis. You've got to keep moving forward in what you know is going to serve your people. It's not about you. It's about your future clients. That's one of the best things I've heard on the show. You could have 10 people in the same market doing the same thing, but each of their stories are different. And because everyone's personality is unique and God only made one of you, that means you resonate with certain people that others don't. And you're going to be just who you are and you're going to attract whom you are. The reason why the last 10 clients you closed the house to became your beer drinking buddies, your wine drinking gal pals is because you attract like people. So quit trying to make it easy, you know, start attracting more of them and that you only do that through being your authentic self. 
Um, Paige, go ahead and uh, let our listeners, Paige has a course, folks. If you guys are stuck with like coming up with content or content creation plan or planning strategy or media plan, how often and all that, Paige, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what you have um, and maybe they could uh, take you up on it. Okay. So my course is called Master Your Marketing with Paige. That's also the website. It's not currently open right now, but I do have an awesome 30-day guide to posting on Instagram. And so you can swipe that and get started. 30 days of content already done for you. And you can alter it or use it just as it is. And just get used to speaking in a really authentic voice. And it, uh, it's a free download on Master Your Marketing with Paige. And I can send you the link for your show notes. Perfect. Yes, please do. Those will be on the show note if you guys are on the website watching this or watching the video or they'll be in the link below. But thank you so much. That was awesome. Um, we love this. Folks, there's, you see a constant theme on the show and it's all about attracting business. But the constant theme is that you have to create content in order to do so. The second theme is that you have to create content authentic to you in order to do so. And folks, we would love to help you with all of that. What we do is we'll build your brand, we'll build your story, then we'll show you how to put it on video and then we'll handle all the editing, distribution, and content creation for you. All you gotta do is shoot videos, we make the rest easy. And yes, we'll save, you'll save thousands of dollars on what you would normally be paying a videographer anyways. So you know where to find us, realestatemarketingdude.com, realestatemarketingdude.com. Follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And uh, we hope to hear from you soon. Uh, Paige, that was awesome. Get her book, folks. Look at her content plan. I saw it. It looks really good. And this isn't rocket science, but just like in anything, it just requires a plan. And then secondly, action. That's how this all works. That's how the world okay. works, folks. So thank you very much for uh, your insight today. It was really fun to have you on. Yeah, and thank you guys for listening. So awesome. Good. Awesome. Well, we appreciate it, Paige. And uh, we will talk with you soon. Thanks, guys, all for right. listening. And we'll see you guys next week. Today's episode may be over, but we have plenty more to keep you busy. To get your complete blueprint for building out a real marketing plan for your real estate business, head over to realestatemarketingdude.com and see if you have what it takes to really become more than just a typical agent. Are you the next real estate marketing dude? Find out here next time on Real Estate Marketing Dude.